Hello, everybody. Today is, I'm doing three podcasts. I'm trying to make up for what I didn't do as I've been designing my websites for the last few days. It takes a lot of time to do that. Anyways, um, we're going to talk about Tether, crypto, and generally, I'm going to give you an update with what I've seen with Binance. Now, both these articles I'm going to go over are from, we'll call them a close contact on a messenger that I've been using for the last few months i don't want to sound like a shill i'll just say he knows who he is go over to get that's it okay very good mess messenger and no i don't want you on my contact list because i have made too many mistakes by sending one uh contact this and when i'm supposed to go to that contact and i look like a moron happened to me on telegram so i'm not on telegram because of that but nothing is Telegram, but here we are with session. Anyways, let's talk about Tether. So I've got an article here, and thanks to the person that sent this, this, this means a lot. He knows it. I know it. Okay, so here, here's the headline. This is from a website called decrypt.co. Okay, I know this is a fairly decent source, and uh, this was put out March 3rd. Today is March 4th, 6.43 PM is stand up. People need to know that so they know the reference point where we're coming from on this particular podcast. So ah, uh, here we go. <laughs> this this is the headline. And I've been saying this for a while. Tether is a fraud. Okay. Uh people may not like it. Um it doesn't mean my opinion. It's just you look at and hear stories like this. <laughs> Anyways, let me let me go on. Headline, Tether used fake documents to open bank accounts. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Friday, uh, WSJ reports claim the stablecoin issuer had some shadowy bankers. Said that before. According to this report, companies back in the world's biggest stablecoin used fake documents. Now, if you don't know what a fraud looks like, well, it says it right there. Um, and Shell companies to help its parent company into the banking system. The journal cites emails and documents to claim that the company behind USDT, Tether, most traded cryptocurrency, went to extraordinary lengths to stay connected to the traditional financial system and open bank accounts. And you got to know why Why the other great company, Binance, decided to dump it. Um, and the only one they have is B... Well, they had BUSD. Now they, they just announced they're going to... TUSD, true USD, as their stablecoin of preference. So continuing in this article, so an email reported one major Chinese trader tried to circumvent the banking system by providing fake sales invoices and contracts for each deposit and withdrawal. That's all quotes. Stephen Moore, one of the owners of Tether Holdings, admitted. Whoa. So the owner of Tether admitted this? Wow. More than decided to drop the backer, claiming it was too risky. WSJ also said it had documents showing that Tether used problematic third parties that used hundreds of millions of dollars of seized assets and connections to a designated terrorist organization. Wow. Um, it added that U.S. Justice Department is currently investigating Tether. <laughs> I hope it doesn't turn into... Well, it's going to take us a year, just like uh, Romania with Tate. Uh, anyway, this is what, I think this is a CTO. Paolo Ardono, Duino, I don't know. 
I am at the Plan B anniversary in Lugana. So much energy and people excited to talk about Bitcoin. While I was on the stage, I heard some clown honks. Pretty sure was WSJ. So this is the mouthpiece for Tether, as far as I know. As always, tons of misinformation and inaccuracies. Poor guys must be difficult to be them, but need better media. Um, as far as I know, that one of the things that was back backing Tether was Evercore out of China, some Chinese questionable debt, um, real estate debt. You know what happened to them last year. Anyways, Tether said in a statement that the WSHO was wholly inaccurate and misleading. So it's now Bitfinex and Tether have world-class compliance programs to adhere to applicable anti-money laundering. Know your customer and counter-terrorist financial legal requirements. Tether's business is minting USDT, third largest crypto after Bitcoin and Ethereum with a market cap of $71 billion. I thought it'd be a lot bigger than that. USDT is the most traded digital asset as a stable coin, a cryptocurrency backed by stable assets such as the US dollar. Um, okay. People use it to quickly enter and exit trades without using a traditional bank or fiat currency. Tether, particularly popular in markets where dollars are restricted or unavailable, and in DeFi, which seeks to uh, disintermediate banks. Okay, let's talk about that. Um, if you listen to my CBDC, uh, I don't know if it was a podcast or a video, but either way. What you'll find is the one decentral exchange that's getting as big, pretty close, as big as Coinbase, is Uniswap. When you look at Uniswap's largest um, largest uh, volume, the different uh, crypto pairs, it's usually going to be USDC against wrapped ethereum or ethereum itself and then the next one will be tether against usdc let's say or one of the two so what does that say well the number one stable coin that people use now out there is usdc which is run by circle i've talked about circle before i'll just say circle is a davos friendly in those kind of circles davos the wdef okay tether's not Binance is not, so just know that. Um, so the other big thing about Tether, USDT, USDT, is that when Bitcoin was under major, major stress, you can look this up, there was uh, points where Tether was becoming de-pegged from the US dollar, okay? So look that up. So... Um, Continuing along here, uh, stable coins like USDT streamline the process of turning Bitcoin. One other factor I forgot, or maybe I didn't mention, is Binance no longer uses Tether as far as I know. Um, so they can convert it into dollars, euros, or yen on an exchange. Um, if you want a solution, I could talk about till the cows come home. But in terms of solution, to be safe, and I've said this before, if you want to be on a central exchange, fine. Go to Kraken because most of the coins that you trade in 
They're going to be in the real McCoy, their U.S. dollar, not a stable coin. Just as a hint, okay? Uh, Tether has been a controversial company. Is yet to provide documentation to prove its stablecoin is backed by U.S. dollars and the ent entity is not independently audited. Hello? Do you know what a red flag is? 2021, Tether agreed to no longer do business in New York after a two-year New York Attorney General investigation found it and had, in quotes, made false statements about the backing of its stablecoin. Hello? What is fraud? I don't know. Okay, so thanks for this person sending the article in. Uh, it's, again, found on Decrypt.co headline, Tether used fake documents to open bank accounts. Colon, WSJ. Next one. This is another interesting article. So if, if you've not heard about my Binance is in trouble podcast, you may want to listen to that to kind of know where I'm coming from. Because I was on Binance a few years ago. Everything was fine. Best, best exchange. I didn't even factor in that they were doing questionable things. I really like Binance, but now after the invasion of uh, Ukraine, that's when I started to see all the funky stuff, we'll say, in terms of what I would term look like criminal activity when it came to Russian ruble waves and all that activity um, when on that invasion started. Um, so now you could say uh, I don't wouldn't trust uh, Binance and uh, you just want to be be aware of this because they are expanding. I think they just got Singapore and so on. It's kind of like Coinbase. Coinbase I would avoid too. Once you get out three all rid of all those three entities, I think crypto is going to have a very solid future. And namely, if you go into places like uh, Uniswap, and of course I've talked about that before. I was going to pay your taxes, boys and girls. That's number one. I, I I do I do know my my own tax authorities listening to me, thinking I'm hiding tax or blah 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 blah. It's like no, you got to pay your tax wherever you live. You got to be honest and pay your freaking tax. We'll leave it at that. Anyway, so this article again now on beincrypto.com uh, headline: Binance continues to battle FUD as U.S. centers go after balance sheets. Okay, this guy could get himself into quite a bit of trouble, uh, CZ. Uh, three senators have asked Binance executives, Changpeng Zhao, uh, that's the CEO, founder of Binance, and Brian Schroeder to provide financial and compliant documents to defend the legitimacy of Binance's business models and practice. The practice is what I concern. And, and I think I mentioned this in my last podcast, or I, I don't know, my, my memory's so bad. But here we go. Senators Elizabeth Warren. This is where she's useful. I'm not a fan. This is where she can be useful and can be hard-hitting. Chris Holland and Roger Marshall asked for documents relating to the corporate structure and New York customer policies of Binance. I mean, that's going to be pretty well evident. I mean, everyone that signs up to, be, to, to, to Binance has to go through this, as well as information on the relationship between the firm and its U.S. Uh, subsidiaries that relates to U.S. customers. That's Binance.us. And there were rumors going around on some of the posts that I read that said that Binance um, was going to give up uh, their um, 
market in the U.S. Like they were booted out of Ontario, Canada, where I'm in. And I'm okay. I got cracking. I'm happy with that. Uh, Senators allege Binance avoided U.S. regulatory oversight by cutting the U.S. division with limited products to serve U.S. customers. That's true. That When I was with them, that, that I did see. But they were pretty good. The problem with, with that, um, what they did was you'd have a fast-moving coin, uh, legit or not, and then it go through its big pump, its big rally, and that would be on Binance.com, which is everything but the U.S. And then they kind of move it into the um, into the U.S. market. And by the time that pump is done, that coin's kind of like left for dead. And that was the same thing when it came to their futures market as well. I saw that numerous times. Here's what they say. This is now Binance. They argue that despite the separation of business units, funds owned by Binance U.S. customers were reportedly held in Binance's holding company in the Cayman Islands. Okay, does that remind you of anything called FTX? That's I mean, if you can't see that and you're holding US you your your own ca- your own cash in the US, but it's being held overseas, you can't see that as a red flag and you lost money with FTX and you don't question that, man, yeah, you, you should learn you lose your money. Like idiots like uh what's his name? The uh the sh- the ultimate shill. Uh, Kevin O'Leary, $12 million later. He's like, and he's going on about due diligence, and he can't figure that out. Seriously. <laughs> he's trying to rebuild his little, become a little folk hero again with his uh, Shark Tank thing. Anyways, uh, as a result, lawmakers have asked for information on links between finance and its subsidiaries and the percentage of Binance customers in the U.S. since 2017. Okay, here we go on the more recent one. Um, Furthermore, the center cite a 2021 reporter, Reuters report, describing the move of movement of 400 million from Silvergate into the uh, trading firm that Zhao manages evidence of the firm's lax approach towards the management of U.S. customers' funds. Interesting, but stupid. Um, also, Senator's radar was Binance's allegedly weak compliance program that they allege facilitates the illicit flow of funds. And that is exactly the right phrase to use when I saw, why is all this money in waves, Bitcoin and ruble being moved out of Russia two weeks before the Ukrainian invasion started? Please tell me that. Um, and again, you don't need to. I've given you the symbols. Look it up during those time periods. You'll see what I mean. Uh, according to Senator Zhao, allegedly advocated minimal compliance efforts on new signups and hired a manager in 2022, which caused many compliance staff members to leave because they could not conduct requisite uh, money laundering checks fast enough. And, and you go online, you'll see the complaints. It would take them weeks to get uh, people verified that want to sign up. And they went elsewhere. The policy, the centers argue, allowed the firm to enact or actively recruit facility transactions for sanctioned entities, including Iranian companies. I wonder if that would also include the Russian ones, too. Um, yeah, because there's just stuff that went on. Listen to that finance podcast they put out. Uh, they have asked Zhao and Schroeder to disclose policies relating to uh, finances. Anti-money laundering program. Bingo. Now they're going after him. 
and any communications where Zhao instructed uh, employees to lower KYC standards. I do believe um, I have seen our other articles that said that they were destroyed, burnt, or whatever. I, again, you can never know what's true or not, but that was something I kind of read. It must be a surprise to me if it, if it actually happened, but again, I don't know. Senators also requested a dual supply balance sheets for Binance and all subsidiaries being back to 2017. They also asked to provide a list of U.S. entities that interacted with Binance and disclose the business relationships between different Binance entities. Boy, he's in a big pile of doo-doo, isn't he? Senators Marshall and Warren last year introduced a draft bill that will reclassify certain crypto firms as money transmitter businesses to bring them under the Bank Secrecy Act and compel them to comply with anti-money money laundering rules. Yeah, that's what you could do. You could actually bring money into Binance, trade it, and then send it off to another wallet. No questions asked. I mean, they could do that uh, when it comes to, I don't know how they'd get it through a subpoena, I guess, court order to get records of that. But, you know, it really, you can get those kind of records. Um, well, because here's the thing, when when you have um, an account with, with Binance, they will give you particular wallet IDs for whatever uh, coin you want to transfer in. Um, I don't know how uh, a government entity will know that. That's pretty hard to track. And there's probably thousands of people doing that. So good luck to them to audit it. Um, but I do know that there's funny business going on for sure. Um, so what they've done, Binance CEO reintroduces code to battle relentless FUD, which will make it worse for him. So he's kind of like, sounds like he's in a fight for his life to stay afloat. The better, the letter from centers, the most recent headwind for an exchange beset by news threatening to tarnish its public image and that of its chief executive. That to me is very laughable because it's already been tarnished. I mean, you do you do bad things. At some point, you will get caught. And, and it's one thing to say, okay, I'll do a bad thing, but then you continue it and continue it and continue it. You will get caught. I'm not saying and promote do bad things. Of course not. But uh, it's just human uh, intuition that drives that. A finance professor at the University of Texas said the center's letter made some good points. Um, I think the letter is a nice summary of some of the issues of Binance. They are at the center of the crypto space. Well, they're the largest exchange out there. And all its problems is trying to display both sides of the coin, which you can't. Zhao recently uh, rejected comparisons to collapse FTX in a recent Forbes piece criticizing Binance keeping and management of their funds. Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me say this. I do think... When I was with Binance, I was never in fear of losing my money. Actually, I probably made money with being with Binance at that time. So I was never in fear of that. Um, but the thing is with uh, Binance, <laughs> excuse me, multiple of those, sorry. Um, but when you look at FTX and what they did, and all it really needs to say, if your money is being held in a foreign um country 
namely for the Americans, where you have FTX, which is US-based, and you see FTX.US, red, red flag. But when you know that they're operating in Bahamas, no different than the retail Forex market, you need to ask yourself why. Why are they not in alignment with what regulators want? To that point, you have to ask yourself, why is this happening? And do you want to really put money into this exchange? Which would be, to me, no. Because there's better legit exchanges, as I said, like Kraken. Coinbase, no. Stay away from Coinbase. But to, to, to know that Binance has now been accused of, of moving money around uh, to uh, what I think it was Cayman Islands. Yeah, that has to be questioned. That's what they're doing here. Um, Zhao recently uh, rejected. Okay, so we just got that. He's also recently had to remind the public that Binance did not issue the BUSD that the SEC alleges is security. Yeah, they're using a company called Paxos, who's getting sued because of it, and that is what Binance is doing. So they're just doing the classic deflection. We'll hire this company to mint our uh, our BUSD, and we'll use that and put that on the exchange. They're 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 just as guilty as if they minted it themselves. Okay, it's just there's no way to get around that. So there's that as well in my that that initiated that um, podcast that uh, that lawsuit with Paxos. He reaffirmed earlier that the recent bad news surrounding himself or Binance should be ignored as false through a recently introduced numerical code where the number four means to ignore fear mongering. Known in crypto parlance is FUD. So this is this is to me cap. Typical fraud, okay? This is typical when you look at the guy, uh, Quan, I can't remember his name, Quan of uh, of uh, Luna and that Terra USD fiasco. When you look at the fiasco and all the shtick and all the BS that went through with SBF, and when you come out of the other side of it, you see what kind of people these people are to just steal money where they can with the recent SBF watching the Super Bowl through a VPN while you're being uh, in, under house arrest before a court date, or he's using private messengers and the judge just goes after him. And yet why isn't he, why isn't he not in jail? Why is he not in jail? Because while well, he's an elitist and we know what went on with uh the uh, one political party assume, right? Again, assume, but uh, it's strong evidence of that. So you get now these two people uh, that get very defensive, like, oh, ignore it, it's fear-mongering. Oh, no, they're trying to take us down from both these people at Tether or Bitfinex, the, the parent company of, of Tether. And now we got CZ trying to say the same thing. These are things you need to be aware of. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I'll be gladly going back into uh, crypto after the fact that I we know we can get rid of the three entities. Tether, they're under investigation. Binance, they're under investigation. And the next one I'm hoping to see is Coinbase because Coinbase is just evil in itself. And as I told you before in my podcast, 
stay away from Coinbase. And people go, why? Well, they get all defensive and they go, well, same thing when it came FTX. And then you lose your money. Okay. So take heed on these things. These are classic, classic, classic signs of, I, I just, just question these things. It's just the response when you have senators and government breathing down your neck. Stay away, please. Okay, that's about it for the crypto space. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed that uh, rant, but reality. And we'll talk to you later. Have a good day.